chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant. Those who ant. Those who ant. Hello, and thank you for listening to Those Who Ant, the podcast that helps you see the world through ant-colored glasses. I'm Auntie Mags. I am Aunt Pat. Oh, Pat. Hello and hi. 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 Hello. Uh, what would you have for breakfast, Pat? Cold black coffee. Cold black coffee. And it was yeah. old. That's delightful. I'm having some 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 hot, uh, lukewarm, um, new coffee right okay. now as we speak. Different yeah, yeah, strokes. Yeah. So what's uh, what's going on with you? How are you? I, something's going on with your face. What is it? Now, I'm not going to say something bad about myself because you've mentioned in the past, um, every day since we've met, don't do that. But yes. I did... Um, do you know why, Pat? Real quick, do you know why? Why is that? Because my therapist says your body listens and remembers. And so what you say to it, what you say to yourself, your body believes. So that's why my body thinks I'm a stupid idiot. Because oh. I talk I talk like that frequently to myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So what'd you do? I sneezed and kicked at the same time. And I think I may have broken my toe. Oh, sweet Lord. You know, you ever do that thing where you're going to sneeze and you're like... Oh, don't, don't scrunch up. Don't try, you know, it's, it's, um, what did I read one time? It's like a train, um, coming out of a tunnel. What, I can't remember what it was, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's very powerful. So I, so instead of, you know, keeping the, uh, you know, squashing the sneeze in my face Mm -hmm. and head, I kicked out and I think I broke my big toe. Well, I gotta say, Pat, when you told me that you were hurting, I, 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 I never in a million years would have thought that's how you did it. Oh, no one believes me. Not even my doctor. He said, you know, drunk. And no, I wasn't. I was just, you know, the air's so dry. Yeah. And so Uh you got a little sneezy and then you had to express yourself the only way you know how by kicking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you say bad words when you did it? No, I immediately, you know, my eyes filled with tears. Yeah. Yeah. And then I looked off and I put my, you know, just like Squiggy. Remember Squiggy? Uh-huh. I put my my whole fist in my mouth. And then <laughs> then just the negative thoughts spiraling. How yeah. did you do that? Why did you do that? What? Why does this things happen? Um, and never the whole time, never stopping to think, wow, I put my whole fist in my mouth. And what a talent is that? Oh, you know what? You are glass half full as always. I didn't know That's I could me. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. So I wish that when you had done it, you immediately put your, like, bit down on your fist and then said, hello, Laverne. That would have been so, that really would have taken my own mind off my own mind. But I didn't yeah. do that. I just sat and looked off for a while. And then I got scared. You know, you ever hurt yourself and you're scared to look and you think, yeah. well, someone's got to look and there's no one else here. Absolutely. And I will tell you, every time I've done that, it's been because I stubbed a toe or something. You know, I hate feet and I hate Oh, I can't even think about it. Yeah. But I, I would, you know, I would help you if I was there. And oh, I that's why like I didn't call you. That's why I didn't call yeah. you. And I didn't send you any <gasps> pictures of it. Cause I thought Mags will, you would fall directly over. You uh, would stub your toe looking at my toe. I would, but I would help you. You have to know. I would look at a picture and I would have come there. Right. I okay, know. Just so I you know. know. I know. But when I do that, my instinct is to immediately vomit. If I right. hurt, if I hurt myself, I have to like stop myself from throwing up. But when other people are hurt, I'm a, I'm a really a good man in a storm. Can I tell you it also threw me into um, experimental crisis? It did. It did. You know, I just feel like it's in the ether. You know, uh-huh. our mortality. And I yeah. thought, you know, first your toe, then your shin, then your knee, then your butt. You know, 
yeah. then your then your stomach, then your boobs. I don't know why I'm going bottom up, but I thought, you know, it's coming apart. And I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if the doctor said, well, your toe just looks like that now. Oh, yeah. And you're well, going to walk like that for a long time. Well, you did an important thing, which you don't always do, which is call a doctor. Oh, yeah. Good yeah, I did. I'm very I did. proud of that. Well, I'm also getting to that point where I'm afraid I'm going to choke to death. On your foot? Um, No, no, food. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Oh, absolutely. If there was a way for me to have choked to death on my own foot, I would have already done it many years ago. Such so yeah. many dumb things. <laughs> well, I got to say, I, you know, I have hurt myself many a time. You have hurt yourself many a time. Remember that one time you went out for a run when we were first living together and I made a pot of spaghetti and you didn't come home for so long and I was mad at you. And then you were like, I fell in a hole and I couldn't my, get my home. My ankle was the size of a softball. And this is before, if you're listening to this, which you are. Uh, Uber or Lyft. And it was just like, well, this is going to be a long two mile walk back home. And you didn't have, when you, you did not have your phone and you did not have any, um, all you had with you was your key. Listener, this was before there were cell phones or for Pat, there were cell phones. Yeah. And I remember just being like, she knew I was cooking this big dinner. Yeah. It wasn't just me (laughs) avoiding carbs unless it was, unless it was somehow subconsciously me avoiding carbs. This was also before we knew carbs were bad. This was a uh, long time ago. It was such a great time. Oh, oh my gosh. You know what, Pat? This was almost 20 years ago, actually, now that I think about it. Happy anniversary of that. Well, let's incident. move it right along from that sentiment. <laughs> I know. You know, I want to hear, because, you know, I, I, we have a very special guest and we're very excited to talk to him. And I just, I want to hear everything he has to say about everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know? Maybe I'll send him a picture of my toe. Maybe he won't throw up. I don't know. We got to ask. You know, you yeah, have to ask I'll for ask, consent. I know, consent. It's, it's very Not unsolicited important. toe pics. Right. Toe, oh, remember that movie with the yeah. ice skating? And then she says toe pic? I, Tanya. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. It's a good one. Yeah. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, but however you identify, please welcome to the podcast, Uncle Joe Don Feffa. Joe Don, how are you? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, ladies. How are you? Hi. Uh, is that velvety radio perfect voice? I know you said before <laughs> not to, but I still can't call you JD, right? No, unfortunately, um, that's a no-go for me. Yeah. yeah. But thank you for the compliments anyway. Mother said I had a, a face for radio, but uh, you're giving me the voice. I'm, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, now, that is yeah. an insult. Remember, remember what I said? The body listens. It believes you have a face for whatever you want your face to be on. And I mean that. Except a milk carton because well, I'd be you. so sad. Yeah, oh, don't ever put your face on a milk carton unless you're the like brand ambassador or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would you know be confusing, what's a, a though. F- fact about what? those milk cartons is they never find any of those kids. Oh. Did you say fun fact or fact? I can't. I said fun fact, but what I meant was sad fact, actually. Yeah. Um, I just want to clear it up. It is sad. That's a sad so I. I I think it was a good campaign while it lasted. I mean, it, 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 but I think it did more for the milk than it did for those poor kids. Oh, yeah. People moved yeah. milk because they got to they like, who's missing now? Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a, do you remember that song? It was, I think, believe a one hit wonder. Um, uh, everybody thought it was about trains, but it was actually about missing and exploited children. So, uh, remember that song, Runaway Train? Yes, I do. Remind me of it, the, the who it's by and how it goes. Oh, I want to say Soul Asylum, but it's like, I got a picture for a runaway train. 
Like a madman laughing in the rain. Oh. It's a little bit low for my register, but not that bit, not that low, honestly. But it's uh, but they found oh. like they they put in it was like a video, and in the video they just featured, I think, clips of the band, but also clips of missing and exploited and or exploited children. And they actually helped it helped find some of those kids. That's wonderful. That band Isn't is nice? like the milk of music. Yeah, and the milk thing, what where did I hear this? But the milk thing was actually it was like dairy farmers were like, how can we help all these kids? It wasn't like a company decided this is a good use of the real estate on a milk cotton. It was dairy farmers that were like, we got to do something. That's that's a fun fact. They're the real heroes. They really are. I don't like, you know, what makes you think of dairy farmers. Have you guys ever seen, and, and I don't know, please don't ask how I've seen it, but I know I've seen somewhere where they put the um, metal things on all the cows in a row and milk them at the same time by a machine. Yeah, if you're going to tell me you like the looks of that, okay, I won't judge. Oh, no, I what, never thought about it that way. <laughs> what are you about to say? Because it does remind me of a couple other things, but no, I don't like that. Oh, okay. I like <laughs> the idea of someone getting under there, you know, because the cows, that just seems like... um. Uh, forced labor, I guess. Yeah. 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 It's sort of the difference between analog and digital. And I'm an analog guy myself. And that is just, you know, that's moving too far into the future. Get down on your hands and knees, put your back into it. <gasps> and uh, yeah, you know, that's the I, that's the, the the way that the country was built. So do you remember that movie where that white girl saves hip hop dancing? And that's it's um it's uh, uh you can save do it, the last you, dance. Yes, and she says and you you could do it, put you back into it. And she's a ballet dancer, but she's some. Am I remembering this right? She saves hip hop. I think you are. Yes, yeah, she saves it in the end. Oh, I um, love that. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, which is very funny. Uh, it'll um, tie in a little bit to how we met uh, <gasps> uh, in a moment. But well, let's get. I mean, let, let's keep keep this train and move this runaway train a moving. And would you uh, mind uh, telling uh, everybody? Uh, would you mind telling everybody how we met? Of course, I made. My own segue there, but uh, it's a smooth transition, I suppose, nonetheless. It was beautiful. Um, yes. Uh, well, you know, obviously, um, movies are uh, my 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 past my passion, and so, gosh, this would have been early two thousands, I think. You two were on a trip to Washington D.C. Oh um, yeah, I think you were you you were coming to see. It was just one of those, you know treks you do to see everything it has to offer i guess oh you were there for the cherry blossoms when they when they bloom too in the spring absolutely Um, and so i can't remember which hotel you were staying at but you came to the pentagon city mall where i was working at the suncoast motion pictures um in the mall and you guys were like we need i don't know what kind of day you'd had um, but you said we need a we want a movie recommendation, which you know I so miss nowadays. You don't you don't go into a video store and ask what's a what's something you recommend. You just don't have that anymore. But yeah, you, you don't go is, into. I the remember video you guys store. coming in. You don't go in. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember. Do you? Maybe I uh, you can you can jog my memory. Do you remember like what kind of mood you were in? I I I'll, I'll try to remember what I offered you then. Yeah, I remember the movie. So you tell me the mood. You told us to watch the movie Son-in-Law by Polly Shore. Yeah, it was by yes. Polly Shore. <laughs> well, okay. So that's that's right. Now, you oh, because you guys had just been to the Holocaust Museum that day, and you were kind of needing yeah. more of like a pick-me-up. Jeez. Uh, and I said, well, this will put you on the floor, cause, and your knees will be red and sore from slapping them from, and laughing. So um, 
Because if you had a day and you you had a you know you you did a you know what you, I think everyone should visit the museum, but then obviously later you you need something to make you feel a little better, and that for for you guys and I hope it did. I never heard how it it went. Oh, we loved it. I loved it. It made me forget the Holocaust happened. It made me question if it had ever happened because I was so happy after. No, Pat, remember how you're not allowed to say that? Only for five minutes. I was like, that couldn't happen in the same world that this could happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, that that's makes, called I, that's, it worked. A couple things we love. Carla Cugino. We love Polly Shaw. We love the guy who played Perry White on Lois O'Clock to do Adventures of Superman, Lane Smith. We love Lane Smith. Oh, wasn't he just everywhere in that time? He was oh. just in every other movie. My cousin Vinny. Do you oh, know there's no right? merch store at the Holocaust Museum? There's no gift shop. Mm. I think that's probably that's for the a tragedy. Best. Oh, that you, is, okay. Okay. Because you know what? Think of it like you're like me. You go to the Holocaust Museum, you're touched, you moved, you're worried. You go watch Son in Law, you have a moment, but you're wearing your Holocaust t shirt and you go, that's right. Or you got right. all your postcards. You don't for five minutes, then. That's right. Exactly right. I'm sorry. Who else was in it? The guy, um, the guy oh. from, do you remember the guy, his, he played in an episode of Saved by the Bell, a couple episodes. He played Jeff, I think his name was on Saved by the Bell. And he was a bad, he was bad. He was the guy who tried to convince Carla Cugino that Pauly Shaw cheated on her. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, that Steve Rash movie. Um, most people have seen a lot of his movies, but yeah, also, God, who else was in that? You got Pauly Shaw, you got Lane Smith. Carla Cugino. Now, which one was um, Cindy Pickett? This is why she, you worked uh, at well, Suncoast. I miss people asking me this stuff. Yeah, she yeah. played Connie, of course, uh, married to Lane Smith in the movie. Yes. Um, and you're yes. thinking of Tif- Tiffany Amber Thiessen. She was in that as well. Um, yes, there was, a Tracy. Saved, there was a Saved by the Bell connection because the ex-boyfriend, Kyla Cugino's ex-boyfriend, played Jeff on Saved by the Bell. And Tiffany Amber Thiessen, of course, played Kelly Krampowski. Oh, that's right. Yes. God, this is the kind of movie talk you don't get anymore. Yeah. It's sad. I'm so sad that Suncoast closed and then all the rest of them closed. And now we don't do that anymore. You know, what was so was sad. But, you know, when I signed up to work there, um, I signed. I didn't realize it was my own fault. Uh, kind of a strange contract that I would work at whatever store was in the, that that lot. So um, when Suncoast closed, I just had to work at whatever store came in next. Oh, um, no. what was it? I, no, well, it was fine for it was a Sam Goody next. So kind of in my purview. Uh-huh. Um, then they kind of moved away from, you know, physical media. Then it was a, a Pacific Sunwear, I believe, um, clothing. And then, then it was a Claire's and I was really lost at sea during that, I have to say. Um, I mean, this again, the space, the four walls were the same, but the inside was totally different. And I felt very lost there. Um, th- um, then it was a, a structure clothing store. I oh, think, after a while. did that? Did you get some good clothes then? That was men. That was men's clothes before Express for Men bought it out. That's right. Yeah, I got some really good big boxy sweaters there. If I remember, oh, um, remember that? Uh, well, you do because yes. you just said it. But boy, men were wearing big sweaters. I was wearing huge sweaters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I loved it. I used to like when you couldn't. You couldn't know someone's shape. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's why we love caftans to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm now, thankful yeah. that it was, that it became, even though you you were a little bit, uh, you know, out of your league there uh, at Eclairs, 
what if it had been like a Bombay company or a things remembered? And then you're like, I got to learn how to engrave now. Uh, yeah. I mean, learning how to pierce a, you know, a preteen's ear was, is just about as far as I could go with the, the learning curve, um, you know, for a man of my age, uh, but engrave. Yeah. Yeah. These are skill sets that I just don't have, or don't have the capability to, uh, you know, ostensibly even get at this point. And that's so, knowing, no, that's knowing thyself. You know, that's going to, that's know thyself. Which is one of the most engraved sayings. <gasps> yeah. Is oh. that right? I thought it was something like, oh, um, I don't know. I guess I didn't think it would be that. I thought it'd be something like, oh. That should yeah. that store should have just been called, instead of things remembered, they should just called it gifts for mom. Oh. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You need a last minute gift. You're probably going to go in there and come out with at least two or three things and then, you know, decide on one for birthday and then the other for Mother's Day. Yeah. Now, a thing that we, we used to do, you know, my sisters, is we would go right to Bombay Company and then things remembered and get whatever a little gold plaque for whatever we had purchased my mother at Bombay Company. Remember that? It was all one type of furniture. Bombay. I do. Yeah. I, I, I do recall, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Not as well, not as well as you, I suppose. Uh, that wasn't my purview, obviously. Yeah. But wh- where would you go to eat in the mall? Well, you know, I I, I hate to sound like a stereotype, but a lot of times Sabaro. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Or or you know, if we were going to mix it up, we would go to. Well, it was called China Chow at my mall, but then it became Bourbon Chicken, but then it became um, Asian Chow. I think it's now. Huh? They really they, spread out. They did. They did. I liked hot dog on a stick. <gasps> oh, do you guys remember oh, hot Sam? Yeah. Why didn't they make the stick edible? That would right, have been like a bread bowl. Yeah, it should have been more hot dog, but crunchy. The stick should have been crunchy hot dog. Uh, yeah, Max loves. I can tell by your face and sounds. But that way, no waste. Because I would always accidentally eat a little bit of the stick every time. Yeah. And then one time sure. I did ask the girl, "Am I going to pass this?" And she looked about as white as a sheet. She didn't know, but I really didn't know. But I did. Okay, um, good, good. Do you do you remember hot Sam? Because you know I don't eat hot dogs, but a thing that I will eat, pr- probably could eat myself to death on, would be a, a hot pretzel, a soft pretzel. And uh, and hot Sam was p- before Auntie Anne's. Do you guys remember hot Sam pretzels? I don't. I, oh. I mean, Auntie Anne's obviously very on brand, but I uh, no, and hot Sam, no. Oh my god, it was so good. You know what they do? They dip a whole giant soft pretzel in warm cream cheese. Huh. Warm cream cheese. Yeah. It was like they dip it. And boy, does that sound disgusting. I know what you listen. I listener, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're listening. And I I gotta tell you, I'm I'm right and you're wrong. It's delicious. Hmm. So you I've never just said get that like a big, life. big pretzel that just sort of sort of looks out of focus. Yep. It was like, it was so, okay. So it was like, it was like this big. Okay. It was like not as big as an Auntie Anne pretzels, but an authentic like Bavarian style soft pretzel. And then they just dip it like the face pot in cream cheese, like face down in on a stick. And then you'd eat it and it would fall Which apart. Which side is the, the, the face? The, yeah, top what's, side, the, face. the top side that's salted, unless they're both salted. Oh. But you know. Oh, is the salt freckles in this? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, Joe Don, would you consider yourself a cetophile? Since you love movies so much, Pat, remember um, cinephile. Is that what I said? Cinephile. Cinephile. Would you consider yourself one of those? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, oh, good. And you know, I, that was the biggest thing I missed when the the store went away. Um, I joined it to be, you know, go where the cinephiles hang, and uh, you know, chat with other ones and kind of talk. I bet about you can do that to, online. 
I bet you could find tons of them online. Have you have you tried that? Well, there's groups and stuff, sure, but um, it's not the same, you know. It's, right. and, you know, meeting them in person and kind of trading tricks of the trade. Um, but yeah, I I, I loved it. Uh, different films, you know. Uh, different films. You know what's what's happened now though. Um, once the um, the the structure closed and it became express. Mm. Um, that whole, uh, you know, and I this contract I signed, I signed it for life. So I, I had to work at whatever. Oh my I god! Had to work at whatever store is there. Again, paging Xanadu. It's like that cult. It is. It's like it's like that's that's. I see you so Hollywood. You almost actually accidentally did a lifetime contract like Scientology. <laughs> right, I did. Um, but they gutted that part of the mall at the Pentagon City Mall. So oh. I'm. I go okay. I'm out of this now. And no, they put in a red box there and oh. I am still have to work at the red box. Now it's not quite the same. I, I, it's more maintenance. It's very little movie recommendations, but I will go by and I'll, I still have my Suncoast um, name tag. This says, ask me and I'll go stand near the red box. And, and, and sometimes people will ask for a recommendation for a movie and I'll do it. So I'm kind of full circle on it. So my my cinema passions are alive and well. <laughs> wow. Now how what are your shifts like that because it's a 24-hour box. That was my nickname in college. <laughs> Just kidding, it wasn't. Oh my god. That's hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, again, it's it's less sales um and more maintenance. So it's mm-hmm. truly whenever the box is broken or you know, kids shove the DVDs back in. I, I, I don't know who taught them how to do this or mm-hmm. if they just don't care about what the, 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 the disc or anything. They shove it in there. And sometimes I have to go in and, you know, unclog it. Um, <sighs> but then I'll hang around for another two, th- f- five hours to uh, uh, see who comes by and give them some recommendations about, you know, what might what they might like. And people will ask you if you're wearing a name tag that says, ask me. Yeah. I'm I'm not, I'm not telling, I'm, you know, I'm, it's telling you to ask me. I'm not asking. I'm telling you, ask me. Uh, That's good. What you said. I wish you could find a way to um, uh, monetize that because that's so funny. I, I'm telling you to ask Mm. me, Uh, you know what though? I would, I tell you this, Joe, Joe Don, I would tip you. I would tip you. You know, we almost did that day, but I think we'd become friends and it felt rude because after you said um, son-in-law, I was like, this guy Gets it, and boy, is he good at his job. I would tip you. Do, has anyone ever tipped you at the Red Box? Um, well, I've gotten money. Um, I guess if someone hurls a quarter at you, I I, I don't know if that's a tip or not. It I, I it was money that wasn't part of the transaction that was given to me. Yeah, and it's um, legal tender. It, it's legal tender. So if they're hurling money at you, it, whether it's you know change or they're trying to hurt you that keep it. And that's it. it jokes on them. Cause that yeah. spends like any other money. And just like my therapist it's says, so, you know, that's your side of the street. If that quarter is on your side of the street, that's yours tip. That's right. And I mean, it's sort of a double-edged sword of where I am in the mall. Now I'm right next to the fountain. So, um, there, you know, people are throwing coins in there anyway. And I think that's where they, the, you know, kids, especially and not less kids, more teens, Teens, um, teens seem to be, I mean, maybe historically always sort of a menace in the mall and a guy like me put together and, um, helpful and nice is, uh, you know, they are threatened by that. And so the teens will take the opportunity to miss the fountain and, um, 
I've had, you know, sometimes I get a rare coin in there, you know, but lucky me, but um, it's that's on them and they didn't check what they were decided to throw. So sometimes you get lucky. That's good. I, that's way, way to bright side that, you know, because when life gives you, you know, quarters being whipped at you, make sure, make sure they're rare, they're rare coins. There's yeah. something in there. And I'll, got, I'll, I'm going to find that. There. Yeah, I'll yeah. find, yeah. I'll find yeah. it. Yeah. But I got a sack of Jawea one time. And I, was, <gasps> I went home happy that day. Oh, That's a dollar, her. right? That's a dollar. Yeah. Oh, That's wow. Yeah. That's good. And kids don't understand the value of change these days. You know, mm. they see it as like, oh, it's in, inconsequential, this amount of money. But, you know, it's truly, you can really, I don't, I don't know um, if you you know, I started an idea and then I didn't know what the end of it was. That's, I think that's almost everything that happens on this podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You do it great. Yeah. You do it great. Oh, you know, we should ask you, Joe Don, because it's the beginning of a new year. Do you have a favorite film from last year? I didn't see very much. Um, I saw a bunch of stuff that um, my neighbor was watching because, you know, my TV's still out. But did you did you watch anything that you think we should watch? Oh, gosh, I saw a lot of it. You know, I you know, I am a I am definitely a classics fan. So, um, it, you know, and my love of movies, you know, we're in that early that late 90s, early 2000s was really my era. Yeah. Um, when I was recommending movies, but right. you know, I try to see movies that come out too. Um, you know, and you know, gosh, twenty twenty two, there were a lot of in- interesting things. I uh, I went and saw. I needed a laugh, so I was like, mm. "What's the uh, happy movie or something?" There was a movie called Smile um, that I oh. went to, to see, oh, and it's cool. not a happy movie. No, 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 it's not a happy. Oh. It's a it's about it's a movie about that you know makes smiles not a good thing. Smiles yeah. are in the movie Smile, they're bad. Um, so I, I didn't like that one, although it I left me thinking about what is a smile? Um, it's, it's not what I thought it was. Okay. Um, it's so scary. I can't tell if that's a recommendation, Joden, or if if it's not. Because it sounds like a thinker, like it's one not. of those art movies. Oh, it's not. Okay. okay. No. But you know which movie I saw and I can't, I, I can't forget it? is it's top top gun maverick and um oh. because i just kept thinking this is the same as the original and that it made is. me feel comfortable yeah i think i was very surprised myself to see that it was nominated for best picture at the golden globes because i thought didn't we already do this once except i guess in this one they said talk to me goose 500% more than they said it in the original yeah huh. they did and can I ask you this as somebody who has seen the movie, because this has been on my mind since I saw it last summer. When Jennifer Carnival, Jennifer, when Jennifer Coolidge and Tom Cruising are in that movie and they have that weird love scene, it was like a, it was the, it was the, it, it, I'm still laughing about it. And I don't know if it was because I took a, half of an edible and then watch the movie or if oh it my. really was that bad but it was um yeah oh yeah pat gave me eatables i did them so it's I like they know. come together they kiss they lay down and then it's a cut to them next to each other in bed like they just did something but it was so terrible do you remember that Jodan? i do remember yes well i'm in i mean i i and what and more impressed me is, is you know that tom cruise does all of his own stunts and so mm-hmm. that was real. Even that touch real. a lady. I know they cut away. Yeah. Well, yeah. He because he'll he'll jump out of a plane. He'll he learns to fly. You know for these things. And so that's real. He insists that's real too. Um, uh-huh. 
It's, do you think um, this has something, Jordan? Do you think this has something to do with? We just found out that um, I just heard this. I haven't even told Mags. Kids aren't into um, boobs anymore. They don't like them. Like there's no more Hooters. Remember all the Hooters the restaurants? Are those gone? This, they're getting rid of them, or they're not making as many. And look. I think the the future is these kids, and I think it's great. And if there's no more boobs, that's fine, because mine are not where they were. Not where I left them. You know what I mean? When you look for your keys and they're not there. So do you, maybe this mm. has to do with that. Maybe, you know, Tom Cruising isn't exactly a spring chicken, but maybe it's appealing to a younger crowd where they kind of, you know, they approach each other in soft focus. They lie down and then time elapses. Maybe that's how kids are doing it. You know, different. Well, I, did they mm. show Sir Kelly McGinnis's boobs in Top Gun? I I don't believe so. I think because yeah. I think that movie's rated PG. So I think yeah. you know it's for you know. Although PG is not what it was used to be either. So who knows? Yeah, uh, yeah. You you could uh, there were some PG movies you could have a full bush. Um, oh, I miss those um, days. Got to be shaved. Got to be shaved. Jodan, how do you feel about that? Because excuse me. Just like every other hair, it's there for a reason. It's there to discourage things, you know, that are foreign to getting in there. And I just think you're inviting all kinds of nonsense in there. And I think bush representation is so important. You know, where it comes out of the peonies a little bit or whatever, creeps out. You got a couple creepers at the beach. Absolutely. I think there's nothing to be ashamed of with that. I mean, I I mean, call me a purist or or so. I will. I think that. Well, thank you. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, don't, yeah, I, I, I want everything to be exactly as it was. Um, you know, I, I know it makes me a sort of a fuddy duddy too, but oh. I mean, even as far as you guys, gals go with taking your, um, your eatables in the, in the theater, I, that's a big no, no for me. I don't want anyone to be on a substance in the theater at all. Even, even popcorn. I, when I see people with popcorn at the movies, I go over and I take each one away from them and I say, uh, I say, thank you, but no, let's enjoy the movie together. That's why we're here. We're not here to, uh, this is not, uh, you've got a feed bag in front of you. Uh, maybe yep. take, uh, save dinner for later. We're here to watch a movie together and laugh and cry in each other's arms. The sound of people eating, and, and Pat knows this, the sound of people eating is like nails on a chalkboard to me. I, it's it's Going to the movies is a personal hell for me because people open mouth, shove as much popcorn in their face as they can and chew it so loudly that everything they're eating sounds like a Doritos commercial because they're eating it like, you know, it's like that big crunch sound and they're like mouth open eating. And I am so sensitive to it. So I wish, I wish for with all of my heart that somebody would go around and say, I'm sorry, you may not eat this in here. Let's enjoy this movie together. I wish that happened. Well, yeah, I, I, you should go with me more often, Mags. Yeah. You know that Deal. you've got a good old case of um, misophonia. Yeah. You I know, love that song. That. Yeah. Two Life Crew. No, she's so genuine. Honestly, I know you're trying to diagnose something, but she really is sincere about it. Aren't you? I am so sincere. Is that what you were saying? That, that um, misophonia? misophonia. That's a real thing. Yeah. You've oh. got it. I think. I no, definitely she's got me so sincerea. <laughs> I think yeah, you, that's thank true. You, as, yeah, no, but as my therapist would say, both and both can be true. Both can be true. Right. If you can't have fun with an illness, then I uh, then what are you I doing? Help you. Then what are we doing here? Yeah. 
you know, you know what else I learned? I have synesthesia. That's where your senses confuse each other. So like I can say something tastes like the smell of something like I can that my my sense of taste and my sense of smell. And Pat knows this. I've got a wild sniffer. That's what she calls it. But my friend Megan can um, could tell you, like, if you say like the month of June, Megan will tell you what color that is. She'll just be like, oh, it's this. And it's it's how she sees it in her mind's eye. It's like she sees colors and I taste smells. Wow. And what's that? that what is that called again? I believe that's called synesthesia. I made it, I maybe made that up. Oh, you might love it, right? Because it's got it's the cinna cinna. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was the outdoor movie program where they show movies outside, but um Actually, which I don't like because movies should be inside. That's how they were made. If you're watching a movie outside, you, um, you can go scratch because that's not necessarily you're not going to. There's other noises coming. From, I mean, you would hate that. Yeah, for sure. Now, you can go scratch because there's so many bugs. That's all outside movies are to me is bugs. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Pure, uh, you're a pure cetophile. And that's just true. You know, you you like it um, one very specific way, you know, and not everyone gets it. And some mm-hmm. people hate it. And, you know, oftentimes, Jadon, I don't like to be challenged because I'm too old and I don't want to. But, you know, you say things in a really gentle way, like you suggest things. And I feel like you take into account what I like. Megs and I, you said um, son-in-law, you know, and that was exactly perfect. And I don't think you're going to tell everybody son-in-law. Yeah. What made you? Yeah. Yeah, What was it about us? Yeah. What made you, what made you know? You know, I saw, I mean, you had such nice faces when you came in. I mean, even tear stained or not, um, eyes puffy, um, red faced, blowing noses, but nice faces. And so I, you know, when I saw you coming around the corner and didn't know who you were, I had a movie behind my back and then I heard your story and I said, okay, I'm going to put um, Hotel Rwanda back on the shelf and say, these ladies need a laugh. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I did a, I, my eyes darted to the comedy section and I was like, Let, let's see what, if these ladies, and they don't want a highbrow laugh. Mm-mm. They don't want um, Hepburn and Tracy tonight. They want Shore and Smith, Lane and, Smith and Polly Shore. And what a beautiful thing, because Polly Shore is also a member of the Jewish community. So it was like we got mm-hmm. to see him thrive. Yeah. Um, if you now, I remember Why you guys came back in. Why is he at the Holocaust in. Museum? <laughs> there should be one. And I mean, this a palate cleanser at the end. It's like, look at all these Jews who are around because then I would have gone straight to son-in-law. Think about it. Like, isn't it, isn't it interesting that Steven Sonberg did um, Shinless List and then did Meet the Fablemans? Mm-hmm. That's right. He did. Also a movie from last year. Um, yes. A movie about, about movies. And I wish there were more movies that were about movies because those are where I get fully um, aroused, uh, just, hmm. you know, so to speak. Um, Oh, well, uh, but also probably, yeah, probably real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it just hits all my, uh, G sweet, uh, spots. Huh. Um, huh. when it's a movie, I'm watching a movie and it's about movies. What else could you ask for? I don't think there should be movies about other things, to be honest, unless oh. it's a very fun, unless it's a whoop, uh, 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 like a whoopie Goldberg comedy or something. So, oh, sister uh, act. Uh, yeah. Karina, Karina. <gasps> Oh, remember that? Remember that one with she's with Tina and Margarine is laying on the grass with it and she's got a no, no, she's what? laying on the grass with an apron and she has a hand in the apron pocket. Huh? I think From that's, Karina that's Karina. That. I, I don't think Karina I saw Karina, that one. Yeah. Okay. Isn't I it? Oh, gosh. And she, 
Yeah, she was with, oh, she was with Ted Danson at the time. Oh, those were good times. That was a controversial magazine cover. Remember that with Ted dancing? Yeah. Boy. Made in America. I, they, they, I would have recommended that one to you if it had been, a, you know, any other day, different day of the week. There, there's so many things that you have taught us about movies, you know, and one of them is that some of them, some of them can be bad good. Would you explain, would you explain the concept of bad good? Because that's something that I didn't, I was like, oh, well, I hate it or I love it. But you were like, oh, but you have to appreciate the nuance of a bad, good movie. Right. Um, you know, and people say, people talk about guilty pleasures and that kind of thing. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's sort of the same thing. Um, and to me, bad, good um, is maybe not what, what most people think that is. It's to me, it's a movie about a bad topic, but it's a good movie. So Philadelphia mm-hmm. is a bad, good movie to me um, because it's um, about a sad topic of Tom Hanks getting very um, – Skinny from uh, complications of AIDS. Oh, I thought it was because the, the plane crash. Good. No, no, that's when he plays Sully. I think. Oh, I love that one. Oh no, who are you thinking of? Come, Tom Wilson, the Wilson one. No, Mm-mm. which one is this? Oh, he's a he dresses. Dress this is the one with the neighbor. The neighbor's creepy. Remember? <sighs> Remember? Which one is this, Jodan? Are we close? I think it's not any of those ones. Um, no, it, it's the one where he he won an Oscar for it, which. Is you know that's oh. movie's highest honor, and uh, and he won an Oscar because uh, he played and he played a gay man in a movie, so he was able to get an Oscar. Oh, um, Forrest Hump. Again, it was a, oh that was the the, the next year. Um, oh, again, uh, was that really the next it, year? He did win two consecutive Oscars. Yes. Could Acting you imagine going honor. going from playing? Whatever the character in Philadelphia's name to then going on to play Forrest Hump. Wow. Yeah. And the range. People loved it. And absolutely. So that's a bad, good movie to me. Is a movie about a bad thing, mm-hmm. uh, AIDS, and, and then, but the movie's excellent. And uh, you feel bad afterwards, but it's a good movie. So it's a bad, good movie. Now, I got to say, when I saw the movie Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, I was devastated and I still mm. could think about it and cry. Now I did go see it with my friend, Megan, who um, has synesthesia. And I, I remember thinking, wow, I'm going to never feel good about this. Did you ever have a movie like that? Cause I, I just, that movie was soul crushing in a way that I thought it should be illegal to make a movie like this. What do you think? Absolutely. That it, it, it just gutted you so mm-hmm. much that you couldn't enjoy it. Yes, very similar to me. Um, uh, the the movie I don't know if you've seen it, Miss Mrs. Doubtfire, where ah. I was watching it and I'm going, oh, that's a, it's a man, it's a man. Come on! And I, every time he put on the uh, the outfit, I, 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 I oh, I was so angry. I said, "That's a man!" I couldn't stop getting angry. I oh, gutted me. I was furious and angry and mad. I didn't laugh at all. <clears throat> and uh, just, yeah. So I think that's my, uh, that's the similar one. Yeah. Now, oh. may I ask, um, you were upset that um, uh, Robin Williamson was dressing up as a woman because is that what was so upsetting? Yeah. Because also if you listen to this and you thought, why would a man dress up as a woman? You could see yourself out of this podcast. But also would, see them film. It's wonderful. It's so good. Now, what made you so mad? Cause it was it was it that other people didn't realize that it was just Robin Williamson 
That's what I was mad. Yes. No, I was happy that he was dressing, dressing up oh. because he was trying to see his kids. I was happy about that. Yeah. But yeah. I thought, no. Yeah. Don't get me. Don't get it twisted. That part. I thought, well, that's great. This makes sense. He wants to see his kids. So he's got to he's got to do something. But then that no one's that no one noticed. I thought so right. you're, everyone you're should know upset. that's Robin Williams. Okay. Yes. Yeah, suspension of disbelief pissed you off. Oh, I would have been. And I don't, I don't mean to, I don't have that. No, I don't think that you do. You might want to get checked because I've got yours. Cause I tell you what I didn't know until the end of the movie. And I thought, well, cause I kept going in and out cause I had a UTI. Yeah. So I had to she keep getting up and going to the bathroom. Missed. She I missed so all the much times that he was going in and out of it. And I thought, who's this other woman? She's terrific, but I don't know how it's going to tie up. Then and I at the kept, end. Yeah. And I kept, I was like, Pat, here's what you need to know. And then the person behind us would shush. Right. So she never got, mm. we, I tried. I was in I tears. I was so confused. So upset. And I, I thought wish I be- had that ability. I just oh. knew, I thought there's one of America's greatest comedic talents. And they don't see that there's Mr. Robin Williams standing in front of them it, with a, with a wig on. And that made me angry that they didn't realize what they had in front of them. Oh. Uh, the other people in the movie. So, uh, yeah. But Javi Firestone was, was so good at makeup in that movie. That's why. Well, his he was supposed to, but I don't have this suspension of disbelief thing that you're talking about. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I just see everything as plainly as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't suspend anything. I have. You didn't yeah, even suspend I the fees did. on the movie that you um, gave us because, you know, we'd flown back with it. Yeah. And we ended up paying about $650 for that copy of Son-in-Law. And I thought, we're friends. But, you know, I respect you because... Um, you told us to respect it, and no, we did. Well, mm-hmm. and and in a way, it was like sort of um, there was a, in a, a sort of like a classic, you know, a, a leave behind. Uh, you know, if you're dating someone and uh, you want to see them again, and you oh, I left my phone charger at your house. It's a way to go back and see them again. This was sort of that way of I knew I'd get to see you again somehow if uh, if I had to if I could charge you the um the uh, standard fare for a regular VHS tape which is around at that time was around six hundred dollars um uh the manufacturing price but then we got uh, it, it got us in touch again and i knew we'd be able to uh, stay in touch yeah it did and for, and for that i'm thankful i'm thankful as heck and joe don i hope you're not still doing that with um people that you're seeing because i know one time you left your um insulin behind and boy, you called us from the ER. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they didn't, they didn't, you know, they weren't like, oh, your insulin's here or how do I contact you? Yeah. I, I don't do it anymore because of that, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. You know, after I had, I was very new, you know, after my divorce, I was very new to dating clearly mm-hmm. and um, thought that this would be a, you know, in- interesting idea. And so I, and I we went on this lovely date with a woman who, um, you know, not to spoil the end of the story, disliked me tremendously. Um, what? But well, it, she was the, wrong. At the time, well, <laughs> thank you. But, it, it, you know, it, it, we went on a date. I'd just gotten off a shift. Um, at the time, the store was a um, um, Fredericks of Hollywood. Mm. Um, and we, uh, I met her in the mall, and we, uh, we left the mall for dinner, and we went down the street. Uh, Pentagon City has a, a lovely, you know, array of restaurants there and we went to she didn't want to go to the applebee's that was in the mall so we went to the one that was outside the mall i got her there (laughs) um and so i i i showed her and um 
we had, we, we had, again, what I thought was a, a tremendously nice meal. And then uh, we did go back to her place. Um, and uh, I, I, well, I dropped her off and uh, asked if I could use the bathroom. That's, that's another, you know, good that's way. A good one. That's the start of a leave behind. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, she was barely having that, to be honest. But she did, and I, I got in and I used the bathroom um, and I left my little insulin bottle in the toilet tank uh, in the bathroom. That's what they call an upper decker. Um, <laughs> and I put that in the toilet tank there and um, I made my way out. And I mean, and uh, the dumb part um, of me was going back to the mall and going to Mrs. Fields right away and getting a big old sugar cookie, which... Um, you know, then I was in dire straits, um, as it were, called her immediately. And, you know, that was to, much to my surprise. Then that was when I was finding out that the date didn't go as tremendously well as I thought because she was not answering. And quickly I saw I had a uh, I, I've never seen it where they you, you can see that your number is being blocked. But that must have been an early version of that. But I um. saw right there that you're being blocked on, you know, an early cell phone. Mm-hmm. And I was um, that's when I called. I, I rushed myself um, to the ER, uh, the mall ER, mm-hmm. uh, which is all right. It's all right. Um, uh, and uh, called you all from there. And because uh, you were the only you were the next number in my in my phone next to hers. Yeah. Um, so I uh, I just hit it. And luckily I had someone to, to talk me through it right then. But I, I won't be I won't be doing a, a leave behind like that again. Now, yeah. I got to say you are creative with that because leaving something in the toilet tank. Well, I learned that from pretty woman. That's where they kept their money in like a retainer container, a retainer container. What? Wow. Anyways, uh, they left uh, it in the uh, toilet. Uh. They left it in the toilet tank. That's where they kept their money. Cause they, I imagine their pimp was coming to look for that. They never show a pimp, yeah. but no. it's, in, it's implied heavily yeah. that there's a pimp. I thought this was the question Max was going to ask. How was she going to know to call you if she couldn't find the insulin? I thought, yeah. you know, the whole, all this time, Jordan, I thought that maybe you'd left it somewhere where she could mm. see it. Yeah, and yeah. That's where I meant to go with it. That's why I started talking. I but was you know, shocked when that wasn't the question. <laughs> like so many times on this podcast, we start something and don't know how to finish it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm, right, I'm, be, I'm right behind you like a horse at a parade. Thanks, I got the bud. bag and the, and the broom. I love it. Well, again, I'm a little bit new. I was new to this dating thing. I hadn't dated in 24 years or something. Um, uh, since you got marriage. married young. Oh, right. College sweethearts. So, yeah. 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 Do you, you want to talk um, about that? Yep. I, uh, you know, I mean, it's ancient history at this point. So, I mean, I am a now I'm a proud single. I mean, I'm used to it now. I can I can engage with it more. But uh, it took me a while to get to that point. Um, clearly, um, and I still I think you should do that parade. Do you know, you talked about that parade, proud single man. I oh, kind of yeah. like it. Now, I don't want you to get it mixed up because for the longest time, I was accidentally getting mixed up with incels, and Megs had to help me. You're different than an incel. Mm. You're a proud single man, and we might have to take proud out because that's getting. Real dicey yeah. too. Yeah. But I love that idea because when you really were starting to get better, you said, I'm a proud single man. And that's how you introduced yourself. And I thought, that's great. And then you talked about doing that parade, you know, before the start of the summer season where, um, again, parades are getting dicey. What could it mm-hmm. be? I wonder. But I love, well, I, I love I, that you Yeah. And I, hadn't, and I hadn't realized, you know, 
I didn't even know what an incel was. And I thought it was people that used insulin like me. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to put incel on the, po- on the, on the banner. Um, and th- you were right to point that out. Again, I, you know, everything, everything's a, um, a learning curve. I say I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a beginner. Uh, uh, I'm a learning beginner. At, uh, I, I actually don't say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, I feel like I'm a, I'm, I'm learning as I go. Aren't we all? We, anyway, I, we I better married, sure. you know, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you're, my, you, you, oh, you married your college sweetheart. Keep going. Yeah, I keep love going, it. Yeah. Please, you're doing please. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a sort of a boring classic story. I married, you know, my freshman year RA at San Diego state. Um, and we were the only um, group of guys on the hall that had a female RA. It's very rare, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And it was because, uh, you know, as I found out later, she was she was a bad girl, and um, she that was sort of a, a punishment for her was to have to, you know, be there with the guys. And now, what does um, a bad girl mean? What does that mean to us? Yeah, we don't use that very often from unless, um, women. Not less, yeah, not less. We're talking about Rihanna, but yeah. she calls herself that. Oh, oh, right. No, no, no. This was she received um, disciplinary reaction from the college. That sounds great. Um, for, um, for drugs and alcohol and uh, mm-hmm. some violent behavior. Uh, I, you know, learned later that she was sort of a classic bad girl. She had, you know, sleeves of tattoos um, on both arms. Uh, and this was all new to me. I, you know, I was, you know, I, I came from, you know. Iowa City, Iowa, you know, I had gotten, you know, I wanted to see the ocean. So I went to San Diego State, you know, and uh, this this she scared me in a great way. And um, but she she took me under her wing um, and she was a few years older than me, too. So it was sort of a, you know, taboo relationship at the time. She was a junior and I was a freshman. And she said, we have to get married. I said, are you proposing to me? And uh she said, do as I say. And I said, all right. She goes, I need your sperm and I, hmm. and I need it legally. And hmm. I need, and I need a, uh, a partner so that we can get out of here. Um, and I didn't know what any of this meant to me. It just sounded like young love. Hmm. And, uh, I was ecstatic to have a girlfriend and then very quickly after a wife, but obviously, you know, on the, she, took me on the road and used me more as a bag man in a lot of her, you know, uh, robberies and heists that she then did across the country as you read about. How um, did she take it when we learned your sperm is bad? Yeah. They didn't have anything in it. Yeah. Empty. Yeah. Em- I think, but wasn't that the word you used? Your sperm was empty. 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 empty yeah. Um, I didn't know it was bad at the time. I just knew there was a slight discoloration and it a, sort of a foul odor, but um, mm. none of that led me to believe the, you know, the, the truly um, sort of dire, desperate state it was in. Um, the doctor um, said it was the um, t- medically the worst sperm he'd ever seen. Oh. Um, and he did say it's, mm. it's, li- it's truly hollow. So it's like, and uh, I mean, under the microscope, it looked like tiny deflated balloons. Um, oh. So they was, the shape was there. You could see it looked like a you know, normal sperm, but mm-hmm. absolutely nothing on the inside. Didn't so, you like, one time say there was know, no DNA in it, which was medically impossible? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, it, it's true. It, it, it should be medically impossible that he was amazed. The doctor was amazed. Um, yeah. 
And it turned out Gail, my, you know, my wife at the time, she said, no DNA, huh? And she actually liked that about it. Um, and because it, as it turned out that did lead, I did, I have DNA, but no DNA in, in the sperm and, um, n- nor in the blood or, uh, sweat or fingerprints. Um, so I ended up being a, a unwittingly a perfect accomplice for her. And that's why we probably stayed together as long as we did. I'm sure it would have come crashing down before that. Otherwise. Now I remember reading just the transcripts from court and how, like when you had to legally separate, you had to turn state's evidence on her. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to betray her, but obviously we were, that's what I call our our rough patch moment. And yeah, so it was, yeah, I had to turn over evidence and I had, I had mountains of it clearly. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, the fun, the spark was gone. So, you know, and we were, it was fun being sort of a Bonnie and Clyde situation. And which is interesting, I believe Clyde, uh, that's a, classic film and i i believe clyde is impotent in that in that movie um so it was actually very much um you were like the sequel i'm sure his sperm were a little better Mm -hmm. oh yeah anyone's had to be anyone's even if you just had one sperm well i'm glad you know i'm glad to you know be out out there i you know i had to consider obviously witness protection after that because Mm -hmm. i knew she'd be furious and she was she was tremendously mad madder than any of the the women on the dates that i did leave behinds in the toilet tank with and again to to close that loop why the toilet tank i assumed she would check there um Mm -hmm. I, i mean because of you know my own personal learned experiences, every night before I go to sleep, I lift the tank at the toilet, look in to make sure there's not a giant snake or dr- Komodo dragon or lizard in there waiting oh. to. I, that's a natural fear, so I always look in there before bed. That's absolutely true because I think we were all we're all of a similar age. We were all raised to be like, well, you know, a snake could come right up and bite you, took us or mm-hmm. a rat, you know. And I truly, if you listen to this and you're young, which you're not. Um, that was a real thing that we all mm-hmm. thought. Put you, put the lid down at least to keep out the rodents and the serpents that are desperate to get in where it's warm and dry. I am terrified of toilet snakes and toilet rats. But because of you, after any date, I really do check my toilet tank. Which if, which if you're listening to this, which you are, you should always do that. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a little bit harder for something to conceivably lift the tank and get in and there's no other way in. But I, I still think that there is a way pipe-wise. Please, life finds a way. That, to quote a movie that you Jurassic have recommended. Park. Yeah, you have recommended that to us. Life uh, finds a way. Jurassic Park. Great movie. That, that's a great uh, classic film. That's a classic movie. Oh, that's about DNA too, isn't it? Oh, dino DNA. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, dino DNA. Yeah. And that movie's <laughs> great because the lesson is rich people will do anything they want and hold on to your butts. That's true. That is from that movie. Oh, that's you're good with movie quotes. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Coming she from is. you. Coming I know that is you. high praise. That's high praise. Well, you know, speaking of genetics, you know, um, Jodan, take us to your happy place. Take us to your nieces, nephews and nibblings. I loved hearing about all this, by the way, because we've talked about movies all the time we get together, but it's rare we get to discuss your personal life. Mm-hmm. And I would love to hear an update on mm-hmm. your nieces, nephews and nibblings. Yeah. Yeah, I've got um, I got my my sister's got a beautiful boy and girl who I um, get to see sometimes over it. I still I still live in the same area um, in Pentagon City um, near the near right near the mall. There's a lovely um, apartment complex, the Skeleton Hills 
bachelor uh, apartments. And they, uh, it's all guys like me, all uh, guys around my age. Yep. Um, single is all get out and um, proud about it too, obviously. Although we're, I'll work on the, the verbiage to figure out what's, what can you say now? Um, yeah. But, Good idea. Um, Good idea. But um, um, I'll have Bobby and Berta over um, every now and again. They are 13 and 16 now, respectively. And they they love it at my place because I have, you know, it's it's kind of like uh, three kids hanging out there, you know. Oh. Um, I let them stay up late. And as you can imagine, we'll do a movie night. And um, uh, I've been introducing them to the uh, Whoopi Goldberg canon, obviously. Um, so we've... We're at um, we're watching uh, the associate uh, next time they come over, where she plays an older white man. Um, at Finally, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that's ahead of her time because we're doing that now. Yeah, she's done it all. Yeah, she really has. Yeah. Now, do the kids? Because I got to ask. Because you know, I'm um, Tina and Jeremy. If I were to say, "Oh, watch this movie," they'd set my house on fire instead because they will not oh. listen and they don't want my recommendations. Do the kids do B and B? Do they like that? Will they Will they sit down and watch The Associate with you? Well, the movie's on. I mean, uh, your guess is as good as mine if they're taking it in. Now, mm. I have a no. I have a no two screening policy. You know, I'm very a purist because they got their phones out and they're wanting to be on them. But right. I I, I want to do no two screens. But they got me on that policy and they three screen it. So unfortunately, uh, they've got um, and they've got their phone and a, a, a Twitch, uh, a Nintendo Twitch out as as well. So they they got me on my own words, and I can't. And I made the rule; I can't change it now. So um. they uh, they very rarely watch the movie because they have two other screens in additional to the to the movie going. So they're they're three screening it, and um, they got me uh, in a loophole on my own policy. Yeah, boy, they'll do, they'll do that. They're at that perfect age, you know, where they're so smart mm. and they know more than everybody else and they know loopholes. I think they're starting to teach loopholes at about 12 years old. Oh, here's a loophole that you hadn't thought of. But at least they're sitting down, Jodan. You know, they're sitting down with you and that is so nice. Now, do you do you do um do you do it up like do you do pizza? Or, oh, no. I mean, not while you're watching. Sorry, cuz I know no food when you're watching it, but do you do like pizza? No. Nope. No. Nothing. Not, not, not during the movie. Um, it's, you know, lights all, all the way down and I don't like ambient light, um, mm. during a movie either. So a lot of time that means me having to go unplug appliances, you know, um, bedside clocks from the bedroom, which is, you know, way down the hall, but you can see just a little bit of a blue light coming. Yeah. So I have to really undo a lot of fixtures and, um, unplug things. And then of course, um, you know, I have a balcony, which I can see across to my neighbors and, you know, I close the blinds, but there's a little bit of light out there. So I have to visit a couple of neighbors to have them turn off some of their lights when it's movie time. What um, if you just got those blackout <laughs> curtains? Could you just get blackout curtains? I not familiar. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Jordan, you you get, yeah. You got to get blackout curtains. This is going to be so much easier really? for you. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh-huh. my aunt just told me that there's like uh, Amazon sells, sorry to give them a plug. Cause you know, we don't like um, Jeff Bebos, but the um, there's a little dot that you can buy that like blocks out that light. You can put it over your clocks. You can do that. You can like over your, you know how like this, um, your internet box that has the, the lights on it, the internet box, your computer. No, the other thing that the internet comes Your from. Phone. 
No, the, the router. Oh, yeah, that's it. The one. That's the one. Mm. You can put these stickers over the little dots on your on your internet box router, and it'll block the lights out. You got. We got to get you some of those. It's the blackout curtains. It'll make your life so much easier. Oh, counterpoint, if I may. This might inspire your neighbors to also do movie night when you do movie <gasps> night. Oh, that's better, Pat. That's so much. Oh, well, I was just riffing. You know, I think I think Mags's is great. But also, you, you know, I don't know how you say it to them when you knock on the door and they tell them to turn off all the lights. But you could say it's community movie night. You know, maybe you could lead with that and then they would turn off their lights because I don't know. And I love you. I've gotten to know you and I get it because you're a true cetaphile and you don't. You don't care what people think. Mm-hmm. But um, if someone came to my door and said, turn off your lights, I would call the police. Wait, that's wait, just me. What if it and was I, somebody, what if somebody was doing it like Nelly Funktado and she was like, follow me, follow me, follow me down, 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 till I turn oh. off the light. What if she did that? Uh, I don't know what I would do. I'd be like, oh, remember when we used to do flashing mobs? I would yeah. assume that I was supposed to follow her yeah. down the staircase and into the courtyard. I'd be like, that's oh, fun. I think that's fun. fun. Maybe do it like that, Jodan. Well, I love the idea of community movie night. And um, I I, I wish I'd had this advice a few months ago because I have pretty much alienated all of my neighbors at this point Um, um, from any sort of community whatsoever. Um, I am a little bit of a pariah in the complex um, for the way that I've acted, despite us being all very similar of age and type. Um, So it's a bit of a bummer. uh, But that advice is or would have been wonderful. Um, a few it's never ago. too late. It's never too late, Jodan. You could try something. You know, try something new. See if it gets them back. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I, you know, uh, or maybe I could go out into the courtyard and um, do a uh, project a movie there. Of course, that would break my rule of watching a movie outside. But I got to do something, I suppose. I know. Wait, oh. what if you're inside but the movie's outside? Oh. Now we're talking. <laughs> now, now I'm getting a, a fully excited. Yeah, I can tell. You might want to um, just move see. your camera a little. Yeah, bit. we can see. You know, right, you so. could also call yourself maybe Pariah Carey. You know, as like a fun character that you do, and just lead mm. in. Uh, oh, you know, I got to tell you, I just want to say. Um, I think we're going to get, I'm hoping that we're going to get people writing in and tell us that they're cinephiles too, because yeah. you, you, you know what, this is a rich online community and I want you to tap into that. Yeah. And a bunch of people who don't feel like they can say that they're cinephiles because, mm-hmm. you know, the families don't get it or the friends don't get it, you know, because mm-hmm. your tastes are so specific and sometimes they're super yeah. exotic, you have very exotic tastes, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's a place online, you know. So if you're also a cetaphile and you're listening to this, why don't you write us? And we'll get we'll put you right into contact with Jodan, you know, and that way you I love that. Yeah, yeah, I bet we'll get some of those for sure. I can I just say this is unrelated. I've been wanting to say it for a sec, but hold put a pin in what you were gonna say, Jodan, because I don't want to forget this. I think it's really sad that your sisters and, and brothers and whatever can have siblings and you couldn't. Because you don't have any DNA. I think that's yeah. really sad. That's a shame. Well, you know, it, you you play the, the hand that you're dealt. And, um, you know, the, the good part about it is because it's such a rare condition. I've been to medical conferences all over the world now. Um, and I've oh. met interesting people that way. So um, if you because I shoot less than blanks, um, as mm-hmm. you know, oh, um, negative. And exactly. Um and you said and it was so, discolored. What color can I ask? I know that's very personal, but I gotta know what color is it. It's it, it's not one color for sure. Um, it's it, uh, if I could describe it, it's sort of a grayish purple, um, which mm. you know that you sometimes see that in in some sunsets. 
Um, so that's a positive, I suppose. Beautiful. Um, it, it's a more, yeah, I, I agree. It's just more alarming when it exits you um, uh, as, mm-hmm. a, as a color. It's not a color mm-hmm. you see coming out of the human body often. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I've met, I've met so many interesting, you know, medical students, doctors, um, hotel concierges, um, just throughout having this condition. So Pharmaceutical you know, reps? Absolutely, yes. Um, I have so many pens. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's fun. I love that for you. Yeah. I love that for you. Well, listen, Jodan, I am I'm aware of the time and I wish I weren't because I want to talk to you forever and I know Pat does too. But I, I just really quickly, um, we have a, we have a little bit of uh, mail in the mailbag, if that's okay, if that's something we could do. And I just want you to know, oh, yeah. Jodan, please respond. You know, I well, also, Pat, do we have a mantra for this week? We do. Okay, so let's do the mailbag and then we'll do the mantra. And, uh, you know, firstly, we got some good feedback about Ant Colony. Um, Jodan, we've started calling our fan base the Ant Colony, uh, which... Oh. which It's a new new development and we're very proud of ourselves for that. So we just like to say, Zach and Tom, thank you. Um, Thank you for responding about the ant colony and Laura, this, okay, Pat, did you see this one? So we got a nice, we got a nice letter. And so I'm just going to, I'm not going to read it all because there's some like things that are um, really sweet to just you and I, that I'm going to leave for us to enjoy. But um, this is what uh, Laura said to, to, to just sum up, she said, I'm Auntie Laura from Atlantic Canada. Oh my goodness. I just listened to two episodes in a row. I've been meaning to send you an email, but you please in the latest app, in the latest app, really encourage me to do it. So people are listening, Pat, and it is working. We love that. Oh, good. And Did she, she asked us for money at some point. No, no? not even once. Oh, good. So she says, full honesty, I'm behind on episodes, but that is because those who went is one of my favorite podcasts that I have to save it. Sometimes I listen when I'm having a down day or I have to do work on the weekends like yesterday or when I should exercise, but really don't feel like it. You both make me laugh out loud and help me get through the tough parts of my day. You both sound like you're having so much fun together and you enjoy sharing that with others. That is very true, isn't it, Pat? Yeah. And Joe Don. You both make uh. a big effort to be inclusive, open-minded, and as inoffensive as possible. If I'll you think, think I'm being if you think I'm being disingenuous, you can see yourself out of this email. And oh. you support each other and stop each other from negative talk. That's absolutely true. We do. I think we definitely try to be as inoffensive as possible, but um, you know. Oops. I think sometimes Sorry, we Laura. fail, but we Sorry. appreciate that. We appreciate you saying that. And yeah. she said, it can be very refreshing to listen to just two or three. Uh, if there's a guest, people trying to put good energy out into the world. And I thank you for doing this. And th- th- then there's some really beautiful stuff. And then she says, and advice. I'm a long distance auntie. My mom, sisters, and five nibblings, 12 years to 1.5 years old, all live on the other side of Canada. Do you have any tips for how to be a great aunt from a distance? I send presents and cards often, and we have a weekly phone call, but it's hard because I'm missing out on the day to day. Auntie Laura, proud member of the Ant Colony. P.S. Can't wait until Poncho Villa is launched. Oh. This is exactly when we started this, when we started begging people to email us, this is exactly what we'd hope they would send. So first of all, Auntie Laura, thank you so much for writing in. It, it might be five to 10 years before you hear this at the rate you're going, but thank you so much for writing in. Now, do we have any aunts, uncle advice? Um, 
about being a long distance um, auntie or uncle or cousin or what agenda non-conforming um, older loving relative of a niece, nephew, or nibbling. Do we have any advice on that? I certainly do. What's your, but we'll all do it. Let's all do it. Well, I also, I, I guess I could jump in as um, a long distance one as well. My sister lives in um, uh, Garden City, New Jersey. And so, I, you know, one thing to keep the, the kids, um, you know, knowing that their uncle is out there and loves them, even though it's, you know, a long time in between visits sometimes is sending gifts. And I think getting a package in the mail is great. And I often will send a package to my uh, niece and nephew and um, they haven't responded yet about them, but I, because of the, how long it takes in between us to see them on the box, I always write TikTok, TikTok. And um, I go, and I go, what's inside with a big question mark, TikTok, TikTok. And because I know it's going to be a while till I see them again, you know, and uh, again, they haven't responded that they've received them yet, but um, I think it's a nice gesture. Now, can I ask Uncle Jodon, do you think that that's because it's been confiscated by the USPS? Had not occurred to me. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. What do you mean by that, Megs? Well, I'm just saying, if you write on a box, TikTok, TikTok, what do you think's inside? To me, um, I just because my brother-in-law is a, a letter carrier, a member of the U.S. Postal Service, I bet you any money they think that you're sending bombs. Oh. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. I don't quite see it, but yeah. I okay. Okay. Am, I've been wrong before. Okay, well, I'll check. I'll tell you what. I'll check with Sam, and I'll see. I'll see what he okay. thinks. Okay, that would be great. I, that's great I, advice, though. I've got new advice just from today. Okay, next time you see them in person, put something in the toilet tank. <gasps> that's oh, good. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I think you know, Joe Don. I know sometimes it hasn't worked out, but when they do get it, boy, oh boy, they're going to give you a call right away, Lauren. They're going to say, "Excuse me." Is this your heart medication or is this your cholesterol pills in the tank of my toilet? I'd love to come see you and they're going to send you a ticket, a plane ticket or something, you know? Yes. Oh, now mine, That's my, very nice. Oh, yeah. well, it's true. That's genius. I really do. Because, you know, genius stuff is when people don't think of it because they don't think it's going to work because it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But that's how you know it's genius. And, you know, um, I'm sorry, Laura, I don't have better advice because mine uh, um, live close to me and I'm afraid of them. So if you mm-hmm. have advice for how to get my family to move further away so that I feel safer, I would appreciate that. Yeah. Now, I am a long distance aunt myself, and um, it varies depending on the age. So for Jose and for Frankie and Dominic and Gianna, because they were a little bit older, um, and Tommy and Nikki, um, I text them often. I FaceTime with them. I write them letters. Um, I send them gifts, but I also make it a point to uh, talk to everybody at, at least a couple times a week just to make sure that they, they know I'm alive and um, that I'm I'm doing okay and that I didn't like die on the crappa. Now, I also, for, for Vincent, my little dream boat, he is going to be six in a month. I will do things that I know he's into that will make him laugh. So he loves dinosaurs. That kid's mad about dinosaurs. Speaking of Jurassic Park. And uh, I, so I will learn how to draw, I'll teach myself how to draw a dinosaur and I'll do only the outline and I'll do um, the name and, I'll, and then I send it to him so he can practice writing it and coloring it in. And so it's, we have a little exchange and then he sends them back to me and then I do new drawings and he colors them and sends them back to me. And um, I recommend being the most fun one because that's how I do it. And if you're the most fun, it doesn't matter 
if you are long distance or not. If you're a fund, you know, if you build it, they will come. So just be a fund, be a fun aunt and have, you know, just have a blast and let them know that no matter where you are, you're the biggest fund there is. Oh, I know you're going to have a great answer. I know oh, it. Thank you. I know it. Thank you. Um, we do have a mantra this week. All written right. By the Poet Laureate and, um, the other thing of the podcast. Patron Saint. Thank you. Yeah. This is what happens when she doesn't do one mantra. We forget. I know. The, My forget brain. Oh, well, by the way, like, subscribe, rate, review. I know what 90, 90 plus minutes into this. Yeah. But you know what? Do us a favor. Like, subscribe, yeah. rate, review. Okay. Go ahead. What's the mantra? Pat? Okay. If one ant leaves Buffalo at 2 p.m. traveling at 55 miles per hour and another ant leaves Gainville at 4 p.m. traveling at 80 miles per hour, the, they can meet in Myrtle Beach for Pinkos and Bandex. Doesn't that sound good? <gasps> That is so good. That is so good. So words I, to live by. Those are words to live by. That's just, to me, that is uh, fo- find your beach, you know, follow your hot to Myrtle Beach and go where it leads you. Uh, if you can't take that to heart, I'm sorry. If you don't yeah. get it, write to me because I totally get this one. Yeah, this one is this one is clear. It started out like it was going to be very confusing to me. What's your take on that, Jodan? Well, I was just thinking, uh, also, uh, I, I mean... I, I think I was wrong in something I said before because I now am remembering that life's a beach is the most engraved thing saying uh, of all time. Yeah. Life's a beach. Isn't it? And it, isn't it true too? It is um, so true. I know it's not technically true because it's, um, it's a, it's a simile or a, a, a metaphor. Oh, that one's but, uh, a metaphor. It's a hyperbole. It oh yeah. It's a hyperbole. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, but but yeah, oh, it does sound nice. And being on a beach, um, if I can't be in a movie theater, I'd rather be uh, sitting on a beach with a couple of cetaphiles um, watching everyone go by. Now, that just reminds me of that movie Beaches because it's two things. It's a movie and it's about a beach. That's true. Um, and that's another that's another bad, good movie because mm-hmm. it's about us. It's a bad topic um, of a woman that's not having a great time with uh, being able to live and but also it's a good movie so uh bad good movie i highly recommend beaches for the audience um, and i and i can't think of a better way to end yeah we're gonna have to have you back on because i'd love some more movie wreck so we'll have you back on so um come come back with a little list jodan i would love that I've, i'm always happy to come back on um i got so many uh right up here in the noggin ready to go at, at, all, at all times so i'm always happy to be there for uh for your movie recommendations uh we appreciate you so much. And Pat has to go because she has to show a doctor a picture of a toe now. So I will end this for mm. both of us, uh, for all three of us. And I will say, Jodan, we love you so, so, so much. Please come back whenever you like, because we just, we love you. Thank you so much for having me. I, I love you guys too. And you've, you've helped me out um, more times than I can count when, you know, from the ER and, and, and I'm glad, I'm just glad we became friends. So we are so lucky. We're so lucky to know you. And we're so lucky that you got yourself to the ER in time because thank goodness. So you take well, care. I okay. Wanna thank, I want to thank Scott and, um, and Nancy over at the, um, Pentagon city mall ER. They, they do everything there. They do every job in that ER. So, Oh, that's a up. good plug. That's a good plug for Big them. Props to them. Okay, good props to them. And thank you. And we will see you so soon. And we love you very much. Love you too. All right. Thank you for listening to Those Who Ant. Your Auntie Max is Dana Cristioli and your Aunt Pat is Colleen Doyle. 
Uncle Joe Don Pfeffer was played by the most resplendent man alive, John Hartman. You can catch John on Ghosts on CBS and Paramount Plus Season 2 is airing right now. And performing musical improv with the legendary Baby Wants Candy and Magic To Do the first and second Friday of every month, 7 p.m. at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. Our music is by The Cues and you can follow The Cues Music on Instagram. Stay safe and for God's sake, call your aunt.